Hi, this is the Think Queerly podcast, where you'll find thoughtful queer leadership and self-mastery. I'm your host, Darren Steele, and I help creators, change makers, and queer thinkers expand their potential to enjoy more acceptance, freedom, and peace of mind. Well, today I want to talk about humanity and that there really is no division within that concept. So I'm calling today's episode, If You Are Human, There Is No Other, No Polarity, There Is Only One Humanity. Now, where this is coming from is a situation that happened on Facebook where an acquaintance of mine turned 40 and uh, posted a, a video finally coming out. Now, he's been gay for a very long time, like 20 years or so, at least. And, you know, I know him from, well, (laughs) I know him intimately from many, 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 many years ago. But he grew up in a relatively religious household and all of the conditions and challenges that came with that. And each of us are unique, so no one can judge or decide whether one person should come out, should have come out. And we all have our own challenges based on our family, our environment, um, where and what we study, if we go to university or college, the kind of employment that we seek And this has been his journey, but it was a really lovely video because I could see there were about to be or there were tears in his eyes as he was showing his vulnerability and courage to finally say, I'm a gay man. And and what he wasn't really going to accept in the sense of other people wanting him to go back into the closet And how difficult that was to, not to witness, but, you know, to see in how he expressed himself these years of withholding that caused pain and shame and gay shame and sexual identity shame, you know, layer upon layer upon layer of shame and just the courage that it took. And the fact that now I suppose, I think he said this in his video, he has more friends and supporters and some of his family that are really encouraging and loving and some that aren't. And it just became clear to me as I had a conversation with him in, um, in Facebook messenger privately, you know, congratulating him and having known him all these years and seen his struggles and seen his journey and seeing this public uh, coming out and declaration, I thought to myself, if you cannot accept someone else for their human nature, then what is it about yourself that you don't accept? What is it, or or what is self-acceptance but love? I talk about acceptance, connection, and care. That's what we're all about at the mammalian part of our brain, the anterior cingulate cortex, where, you know, we need to have connection with other people in, in our social environments, and our family environments, and we need to both give it and receive it. And acceptance, connection, 
and care are all forms of love. And if we don't learn that and get taught that, we're going to have a great difficulty giving that to others. So it's not so much to blame someone who cannot accept, but it is to challenge these notions of all of the structures and the ideologies that might create the situations for bringing up children or teaching adolescents and adults in a society, whether that be in a strictly religious community or in a political ideology that says, we will not accept these types of human beings, that's shutting off our humanity to accept, connect, and care for others. So my suggestion, as odd as it may sound, is that if you're struggling in any way to come out, then you need to find a way to love yourself more than those people who want you to stay hidden in the closet. Because even the smallest amount of love will let the light shine in through that crack of your slightly ajar closet door. You know, going back to the people who cannot accept you for who you are, whether you're gay or believe in something that they don't believe in, this issue of not accepting someone, of someone not agreeing with who you are or what you believe in, is an issue of control, a lack of control for them to have over you. But also, I think, as I said before, this lack of love for oneself. Because if you're too concerned about someone else and how they are not being, what are you not focused on in your own life? And for me, that's just an emotional illness that is caused by so many different ideologies, fundamentalist religions that do not know what love is because everything is about conditions and rules. And if you don't follow the rules, if you don't act or behave or fit into a certain category of identity, you are not considered human. Now I'm going to read from a post that I wrote in December 2007, but I'm going to get to that in a moment as a way of concluding this podcast. But in that post, where it came from was a TED Talk that I watched that Justin Baldoni uh, gave, Why I'm Done Trying to Be Man Enough. And these binaries male, female, masculine, feminine, gay, straight, man, woman, are too simplistic and are part of the problem, I think, that a lot of people have with trying to understand humanity. Now, there's some really fantastic wisdom in this TED Talk, and I really suggest that you watch it. I will have the link or the video embedded in my blog post for you to watch. But I want to highlight just one part of this about 17, 18 minute talk that, that Justin gave. And he says, 
But I don't have a desire to fit into the current broken definition of masculinity because I don't just want to be a good man. I want to be a good human. I want to be a good human. And I believe the only way that can happen is if men learn to not only embrace the qualities that we were told are feminine in ourselves, but to be willing to stand up, to champion and learn from the women who embody them. Now extrapolate that to the difference between gay and straight, between cis and trans, between black and white, between indigenous and white colonizer, and how we can learn from different cultures, from different genders, from different sexual identities. And assuming the binary is just right or wrong, up or down, on or off, one or zero, is far too simplistic. Binaries are a way that we think and perceive reality, and they're, they're expansive in a universal sense. And binaries are a form of uh, contrast. Think of it this way. So we have the binary man-woman, and then man-boy, and then woman-girl, and then male-female, gay-straight, straight man, gay man, straight-queer or queer and hegemony, or queer and status quo. But when it comes to who we are as humans, then what's the binary? So what I was suggesting earlier is that, you know, for every word, for every idea we have, there's probably some sort of a polarity, some sort of an opposite, some sort of a contrast for which we can understand the single idea. It isn't just men male versus female or man versus woman and there's there's nothing that further explains and delineates what man means or what woman means but when it comes to who we are as humans then what's the binary well we could say maybe animals mammals and insects as a way of distinguishing who we are but within the existence of being human There's no binary within humanity. Because that would be this ideological good-bad. This is what we saw in Nazism and the concentration camps, with the Nazis trying to eliminate Jewish people, with the Nazis trying to eliminate the gypsies and gays. And we also see these in really strict religious countries and strict political ideologies slash religiously influenced countries like Russia and Georgia, where they're saying gays don't exist, gays are not permitted, and and people are being killed. Even reporters who are simply reporting on the event because they attended are being assaulted and killed. This is trying to enforce an unnatural binary, something that doesn't exist. It's trying to enforce an evaluation of human life. And all human life is of value. We just need to understand within ourselves that if we 
wish to be accepted, connected, and cared for, we have to offer the same to everyone else. So let me take you through this post I wrote on December 28th, or published on December 28th, 2017, which I titled, If You're Straight, You Need to Come Out as Humane. And I want you to imagine seeing the world through a, th- through a set of queer eyeglasses. Let me explain what I mean by queer eyeglasses. Queer, but not in the sense of gay or a sexual alternative to the heteronormative status quo, but queer in the sense of strange or odd. And before you, you know, get all upset saying things like, well, those queers and faggots are all strange and odd. This podcast, Darren Steele was saying this himself. No. Strange and odd are simply different. Normal is easy, but normal doesn't exist. Believing in the norm is no different than closing your eyes and refusing to see what you do not want to accept. Believing in the norm is no different than closing your eyes and refusing to see what you do not want to accept. Now, the dictionary definition of queer also means offensive or informal, meaning informal of a person, homosexual, denoting or relating to a sexual or gender identity that does not correspond to established ideas of sexuality and gender, especially heterosexual norms. Whose dictionary is this? Does not correspond to established ideas of sexuality and gender. I think the dictionary should say, denoting or relating to a sexual or gender identity that challenges so-called established ideas of sexuality and gender that came from somewhere and some people have decided is the only way that life should exist. But that's a big question and really a crock of shit. (laughs) Queer does not correspond to the norm or to heterosexual norms for that matter. So let's put on these lovely queer eyeglasses. Think of Sir Elton John. That's what he's known for, right? These big wigs, these crazy glasses. I mean, he's got like hundreds of glasses that he would bring out and use in his performances. Something with a flair for the dramatic. Maybe bright pink. So what do you see looking through these queer lenses? What do you see that's different than before? Now, if queer glasses and contacts existed in reality and had some powerful effect on your perspective, it would be like having X-ray vision, in a sense, a way to see the truth behind the facade. Now, pretend you're standing on a really busy street corner, wherever it is you live, maybe Times Square in New York City or Young and Bluer in Toronto. Just observe the people passing by, whatever time of year. See them and see through to who they are through your queer lenses that allow you to see everyone's true identity. Whoa, check it out. That guy's gay. Oh, 
Imagine that. She's a lesbian. Wow. I never would have thought that person was trans. And coming towards you is a two-spirit person with their pansexual partner and their four-year-old child. You shake your head in confusion, wonder, joy, and awe because you've never seen quite so queerly in your life. Yeah. Take the glasses off for a moment. You rub your eyes and you look around and, whoa, everything just kind of looks the same now. But you never noticed that before. Sure, sure, you see different skin colors, hairstyles, obvious gender differences. But the world seems kind of muted now by comparison, now that your glasses are off. As if you went from watching a full-color 5K HD video to an old-school, grainy, black-and-white television set. Think about that. Black and white. On and off. Good and evil. Right and wrong. Up and down. Rich versus poor. Power versus powerless. Home versus homeless. Rights versus no rights. Privileged versus no privileged, accepted versus unaccepted, straight versus LGBTQ2S plus, queer. Put your glasses back on, please, because the world is so much more diverse than black and white. And see the colors of the fucking rainbow. They're beautiful, goddammit. We're here. We are everywhere. And we have straight people, too, that realize the world is far more diverse than how they were brought up and recognize the shame of being so closeted in their own straight identity, but wanting to welcome all kinds of variation and diversity into their own lives and the way in which they love and respect others. Now, when we need to as queer people, when it's for our safety, we know the rules. We understand the system. Most of us can blend in if we need to, but some of us, the overly feminine, the very androgynous, those of us with the biggest balls, whether or not we actually have a pair, can't hide. They are the bravest among us. Some of us speak openly about who we are. Some of us seek to try and fuck up the status quo just because we need to confront. Some of us are just a part way out of the closet, allowing that little bit of light into the door. And some of us blend in like heavy cream stirred into your morning coffee. Mmm. Espresso. Whether you have your queer lenses on right now or not, we are here. And we are queer. And we have more to offer the world than what the hegemonic status quo is willing to see with our own two unencumbered eyes. We are all human, deserving of respect, of freedom, freedom, and of humane rights. Not human rights, 
because human rights implies that only some humans have rights and others do not. Humane rights. Humane rights might even lead towards a bigger understanding of the animals, the mammals, the insects, and the ecology that is this planet we call home. Now, I wrote when I first published this article that I'm tired of pushing back, which means I'm working against resistance. How I see myself working now is trying to help people see difference and to think more queerly. There's no right or wrong in any of this. Humanity is oneness, and the way in which we will solve most of our problems of division and polarization will be an ever greater understanding of the oneness that we are all connected, that we all require each other. And whatever selfishness or artificiality we come up with and act upon, each of us will always need to fall back on another person. And the best we can do for those who do not accept us is to try and accept them for who they are. Because it is very hard for someone else to argue against another person who is not arguing back. And when you don't argue against someone else, but seek to try and understand them, you have your own power. When you argue and fight back against them, you encourage resistance and you actually give them power over you. So if you are human, there is no other. There is no polarity. There is only one humanity. Thanks for listening. And of course, if you can't think straight, by all means, please think queerly.